Sexual Harassment versus Vaccine Pests by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. The 3rd of August 2021, Virginia Roberts Jufra. Alleged victim of the sex offender Jeffrey Epstein filed a lawsuit against Prince Andrew in New York. She's an Australian and now lives in Australia. She says Prince Andrew sexually abused her at Epstein's mansion in Manhattan when she was 17. She says she was compelled by express or implied threats by Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell and or Prince Andrew to engage in those sexual acts. She feared death or physical injury to herself if she disobeyed due to their powerful connections, wealth and authority. She alleges the Prince knew she was a self-trafficking victim and that she suffered and continues to suffer significant emotional and psychological distress and harm. Prince Andrew has absolutely and categorically denied having sex with Roberts, and Buckingham Palace has called the claims false and without foundation. This is a civil claim, and Prince Andrew is under no obligation to answer the claim or even attend any hearing. If he doesn't defend, the lawyers will no doubt seek a judgment by default. This case will no doubt be used by desperate so-called Republicans to support their push for a politician's republic, just as they did over his 2019 BBC interview. Janet Albrechtson from The Australian led the charge then. This should make Australians wary. Her campaign to bring down John Howard was followed by the Rudd-Gillard-Rudd disaster. Her strong support for Malcolm Turnbull over Tony Abbott was followed by more wasted years. She begins with an extraordinarily reckless prediction. God save us, she says, because nothing will save the royal family. Not after Prince Andrew's stinking interview on the BBC. In an hour of astonishing television, the senior member of the royal family showcased why the Windsors will not survive as an institution in the 21st century. That's the end of her quote. In her rage, she says the British taxpayers can't be expected to pay for this mob much longer. Repeating an untruth, published even by almost all of the responsible media. This is not true. The fact is the royal family is self-funded. Subsidising taxpayers by paying an effective flat rate tax, reduced from 85% to 75% on the income of 
the Crown Estate. And as for Prince Andrew, he's one of those who have been prepared to lay down their life for their country. He served in the Falklands War. Yet to Miss Ablexon, he's no more than a supercilious, boorish knob who imagines he can wangle his way out of this, quote, most dishonourable scandal. Well, Prince Andrew was indeed naive to think he could reason with a snarling media packed with the scent of blood up their nostrils. To dissuade them from applying the Me Too principle was always going to be impossible. This, of course, now overrides the resumption of innocence. In its place, we have guilt by accusation, especially when the accused is white, male and heterosexual. Add royal to that and there'll never be any redemption. The prince would have been well advised to have uh, done no more than deny the accusations. But now that she is suing him, he could do what the celebrated American lawyer, Professor Alan Dershowitz, did when uh, Ms. Roberts Guifra accused him. He countersued her. Professor Dershowitz was able to demonstrate brilliantly that not one of the seven instances she alleged of sexual relations could ever has happened. He reveals this in his 2019 book, Guilt by Accusation, and relying on her own employment records and her own statements, Dershowitz establishes that Miss Jufra was close to 19 and not underage when she says Epstein asked her to entertain friends. I think the thing most Conservatives and other right-thinking people have against the modern union movement is the assumption its member unions make, that all the teachers, nurses and other members they represent think exactly the same way. All hate Conservative values, but all love every last Labour-Green thought bubble and then go well beyond the scope of their responsibilities to campaign exclusively for leftist parties and politicians. Well, the Red Union Group has changed all that, and by eliminating all party politics and political donations, they can save teachers, nurses and transport professionals hundreds of dollars every year from existing union fees. To have better service with lower fees and a union without party politics, visit redunion.com.au. To save another $25 off your first instalment, use the coupon GOODSOURCE at the checkout. That's redunion.com.au and use the coupon GOODSOURCE to let them know we sent you and save another $25. Now these facts have had no effect on the media pack for whom guilt by accusation is as set in stone as were the Ten Commandments. Moses brought down from Mount Sinai. And as Professor Dershowitz reveals, although he has more than established his innocence, he is being punished in his academic activities for daring to do so. Nor should anybody take any notice whatsoever of the American lawyers involved. Those lawyers are doing what we were taught at law school to be grossly unethical receiving a percentage, no doubt generous, of the many millions they hope to recover. And in yet another corruption of the civil justice model the Americans inherited from the British, 
American lawyers can make no-risk offers to potential clients. This is because costs are not normally awarded in an American court against a losing plaintiff. So when they speak to the media, the lawyers are not just speaking for their clients, they're also speaking for the many millions they plan to recoup from the prince or from the Epstein estate. As for the suggestion that all of these grounds for changing our constitution, not only is this foolish, it's just not the right time. It's not as if our mainly Republican politicians are so competent they can afford yet another distraction from the urgent problems they alone and not the climate have created. Their failure to harvest water, doing to agriculture what they've already done to fishing and manufacturing, giving us the world's most expensive electricity, leaving us defenseless, running down educational standards and mismanaging immigration. To say nothing of what they've done in relation to the Wuhan virus. But if the Republican bandwagon were to go ahead, the mainstream media wouldn't be able to resist jumping aboard, thus creating reporting on, or rather crowding out, reporting on other important issues. In any event, Australians have already said no and did so in states and 72% of electorates. The reason was they smelt a very big rat. The Australians for Constitutional Monarchy slogan, say no to the politicians' republic, did not so much change their minds, it confirmed what they were already thinking. And when Australians say no, they mean no. They've been asked to vote more than once on nine subjects, on some up to five times. Most involved more power to Canberra. Australians have never once changed their minds. Never once. When Australians say no in a referendum, they certainly mean it. Now, most of these referendums won't be run again. Politicians and activist judges have ensured that. The constitution has been effectively changed, not only without the people's consent, but what is outrageous and an assault on democracy against the people's very clearly expressed wishes. This, in fact, explains most of the problems we're experiencing today. To reverse this outrage and stop it happening again should be at the very top of the constitutional reform agenda not another fake republic. And as for Prince Andrew, he must now realise it's pointless to try to reason with an out-of-control media pack. What he must not do, and no doubt will not do, is go near the United States. Just ask Conrad Black on the way the US criminal justice system can be used to punish the innocent. As I mentioned above, Prince Andrew himself could counter sue, although I wouldn't recommend it. But if he did, he could engage no better lawyer than Professor Dershowitz. Today's show was brought to you by 
Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.